0: Hey, friends. Hey, y'all. Hey. (laughs) So it's me, your girl, Melinda Rackley, the Inspiration Engineer, and you are listening to the Rise and Grow podcast. Today, I have a little bit of spiritual food, and this one hits home for real, y'all. Have you ever prayed and you just felt like God was not answering, like he just wasn't listening like maybe you prayed when he was still asleep or going to get his coffee that day you know um so today's devotional is going to come out of the book titled seeing beautiful again that's by lisa turkhurst and it is 50 devotionals to find redemption in every part of your story. So let's take a quick break and then I'll be right back. We're gonna dive in. Again, I'm gonna read it directly from the book titled Seeing Beautiful Again by Lisa Turkhurst. I'm gonna share a few of my thoughts. I'm gonna leave you with a prayer and then we out, all right? So I'll see you right back here in 20 seconds. The Rise and Grow podcast is sponsored by Rackhouse Writers Academy. Great writers are no accident. Let us help you learn the tools and strategy to become an excellent writer. Give us a call today at 904-530-4254 or you can visit our website at rackhousepublishing.com. All right, we are back and... Today, the devotional is titled, Why Isn't God Answering My Prayer? It's by Lisa Turkhurst in the book, Seeing Beautiful Again. 50 devotions to finding redemption in every part of your story. Let's start with the scripture. Romans 8 and 28. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. In 2015, the New York Times ran an article called Googling for God. In this article, the author started by saying, It has been a bad decade for God, at least so far. He went on to ask, What questions do people have when they are questioning God? The number one question was, who created God? The number two question was, why does God allow suffering? But it was the third question that slammed into my heart and made me realize the depth at which many of us struggle when we walk through devastating situations. Why does God hate me? I'm not alone in wondering about God's feelings when circumstances beg me to feel betrayed. While I would have never used the word hate, seeing it typed out as one of the most commonly asked questions about God shows me just how dark our perspectives can get. The most devastating spiritual crisis isn't when we wonder why God isn't doing something. It's when we become utterly convinced that he no longer cares. And that's what I hear hiding behind that Google search. And I shudder to say this. But that's what was hiding behind my own disillusionment as well. What makes faith fail, fall apart is it doubt. It's becoming too certain of the wrong things. I love that. Let me read that one more time, y'all. What makes faith. Fall apart isn't doubt. It's becoming too certain of the wrong things. Things like forgiveness doesn't matter. It's not worth it. It's not time for that kind of obedience. God isn't moving. What I see is absolute proof that God isn't working that's where I can find myself getting more and more skeptical of God's love, God's provision, God's protection, God's instructions, and God's faithfulness. And most of all, it's where I start fearing that he really has no plan at all, and I'm just truly going to be a victim of circumstances beyond anyone's control. The problem with that thinking is, while it may line up with my what my life looks like, From a place of pain and confusion, it doesn't line up with truth. And before everything went haywire in my life, I had already put a stake in the ground, proclaiming that God's word is where I would turn and return to no matter what. I could resist God in turning to his truth. I could run from it. I could with bitter resignation, put my Bible on a shelf to collect dust for years, but I wouldn't be able to escape what was already buried deep in my heart. I knew in this deep down knowing place that what I was seeing wasn't all that was happening. Past experiences where I have seen God's faithfulness remind me that I don't always see God working in the midst of my hard times. There are a few times in my life where I've seen dramatic moves by God happen quick enough for me to say, wow, look what God is doing. But most of the time, it's thousands of little shifts so slight that the dailiness of his work doesn't register in real time. It's hard when we're living in this space where our head knows God can do anything but our heart is heavy because he's not doing what we are hoping for, what we pray for, what we believed for, for a long while. I get it and I've cried many tears because of it. So what helps? It helps to know these things. God is active even if we can't see his activity. Just because we can't discern or detect what he's doing doesn't mean he isn't working. Let's look at 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. It says, we fix our eyes not on what's seen, but on what's unseen. Since what's seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. Here's another thing what may feel like a lack of intervention is not a sign of his lack of affection let's look at lamentations 3 chapters i mean verses 21 through 23 it says this i call to mind and therefore i have hope because of the lord's great love we are not consumed for his compassions never fail they are new every morning great is your faithfulness. And here is another thing that we need to know. God loves us too much to answer our prayers at any other time than the right time and in any other way than the right way. Let's look at Romans 8 and 28. We know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Today, look for beautiful ways God is showing you assurances of his love. His deep affection is all around you, my friend, even in the waiting places. Now, I don't know about you, but today's devotion encouraged me in so many ways. Because we wake up and we pray and we hope that God is listening. And we don't always see it. You know, life sometimes feels heavy and rough. And you might be struggling with feelings of loneliness or discouragement or defeat. But we don't serve a do-nothing God. He has good plans for us even when we don't see them or feel them. And life just seems like a never-ending cycle of sadness. He's not a do-nothing God. He cares for us. So my friend, I just want you to lean into God today. Because I am. If I have to trust and lean into anyone with foolish faith, it's going to be God. (laughs) People will fail. But God cannot. Let's pray. God, I confess that it's so easy for me to become skeptical when things are not working out the way I plan. Even when I don't see it, even when I don't feel it, I will stand on the truth that you are working all things for my good. You alone are working all things all things for my good. You wrote my story. You have not forgotten about me. You are with me. Lord, every listener, wrap your loving arms around them. God, send them a sign, a signal. God, let them know that you are with them and you have good plans for them. We thank you. For being a god that works behind the scenes we thank you for being a god that knows and cares about every single detail even down to the number of hairs on our head we thank you for being an active god and giving us a living word in jesus name amen all right my friend it's been such a joy to share this time with you today And I pray that something that I read from this book, Seeing Beautiful Again by Lisa Turkhurst, was helpful for you. May God bless and keep you. And please remember, friend, the rest of your days, they are the best of your days. I'll see you soon here with me, your girl, Melinda Rackley, on the Rise and Grow podcast. Bye, friends.